welcome back to another episode of Podcast 572. As always, I'm your host, Kyle. I'm joined by my two friends, Dan and Matt. And we're going to do what we do every two weeks. We're going to talk about what we've been playing. We're going to go through some news and then take some more of your emails, uh, which we got quite a few this week. So uh, I will go ahead and kick it off. Uh, I'm going to leave. So I've also played Digimon Survive. So I will talk a little bit about it, and then I will lead into you can talk about it dan because you beat the game now. i played i played a significant so i'll leave that to the end of what i've been playing so we can okay. lead into you uh sure. first thing i played uh my girlfriend's really into minecraft and she's uh gotten back into like playing it nonstop. so i sprung for one of those realm servers so i've been playing some of that she said just relax it's minecraft like there's nothing more to say there they keep updating yeah. they keep putting there's like bees in that game like that's how long it's been since i've played there's bees in that game yeah now. we there's haven't like you and i haven't played together in a couple of years at this point right it's been i think it was yeah. when the pandemic started is when we yeah. last we played because yeah, we had right. a buddy that made a server and then we played for like a month and then it kind of just fell yeah. off so uh but minecraft is minecraft um I have had a chance to play about two hours of Live Alive uh, for the Switch, finally. Uh, it is pretty great uh, from what I've played of it. it. It's it's in the same vein as like Octopath Traveler in terms of like how it looks graphically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can choose from, I forget how many characters. I don't, It's not eight like Octopath, maybe it's like six. But each one of them, it's almost like uh, Chrono Trigger. Each one of them is from a different time period. So you have like, there's one that's like, it's either feudal Japan or feudal China. I can't remember. Um, there's one that's set in the present day. There's one in the like near future. And then there's one that's what they call in the distant future. Um, there's one where you could be a wrestler. And I, I forget which, which like time period that is. It's not present day. Um, I picked the one where it's like uh, the near future. So I'm almost like a chrono type character. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing that I would highlight about the game is the battle system is really good. It's kind of like a mi- it, it has like a grid, but it's kind of like a mix of like Chrono Trigger um, with with like uh, time based. So it's like it's it's the typical old school like there's a there's a counter you know you can active do your time move battle and, yeah active time stuff. Battle. okay exactly so you so. can't just sit there the enemy will attack you and not just no wait you can, its, it, it's 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 not even it's not active it's just it's just you you do your turn then they do theirs oh okay so it won't just keep okay. yeah it's like pretty old school in that regard yeah um but i like what i've played of it thus far i'm not i'm not super far into it at all i'm still kind of uncovering the mystery of the game still learning about the character i'm playing i couldn't even tell you what his name is because they, they said it like once so okay um but it's cool like it, it's a really good one of those uh and i feel like at some point like octopath it'll probably come to other platforms like pc and then maybe xbox and playstation because so i think octopath's on everything but playstation now isn't it it can't be game pass octopath did it definitely can't yeah. be game pass and i know yeah that's, i played some of it there and then there's that uh mobile version that came out too that i've actually been yeah i keep seeing too. ads for that that's pretty yeah. recent so um, but it's cool. Like what I played of it, I'll definitely play more of it. I wanted to at least crack into it so I could speak a little bit to that game because the last Switch yeah, game I, I need to do I that bought, too. I Triangle Strategy, which I haven't opened yet, and then I bought Kirby, which I haven't played either. So I played the demo. So yeah. this was one where I was like, I need to just open the Switch game. So 
Um, another stupid, uh, like, so there's, there's sales going on on pretty much every platform this week. There's summer sales. So like Xbox has one, PlayStation has one, Steam had like a mini one, uh, Nintendo even has one going on. So for the first time ever, at least on the Xbox, they put those, uh, Blood Rain remasters. On oh sale. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been waiting for, they've been on my wish list for a while. Um, let me tell you about Blood Rain Remastered. So uh, it's a file save as remaster. So there's yeah. little to no work being done. Uh, Blood Rain 2 is playable, at least is what I'll say. Like it's the thing is I recently put in my original Xbox disc because it is one of the games that is backwards compatible and it does have like X enhancements. So it runs at 4K60, your original Xbox disc. So like, does this version look any better? Not really. Like the sound quality on both games is terrible for some reason, especially the first one. Like they did again, no remastering was done here. But the reason why the first one is just impossible is the controls. Well, yeah, that game didn't. 2000s, yeah, yeah. It didn't play so, like, well when it was out. You it was strafe, like... you strafe with the right thumbstick, but then move with the left thumbstick. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, doesn't it was. Work. It was like the old. Uh, it was like the Tomb Raider <laughs> game that was out. They all had that weird. Yeah, they until they like they couldn't quite figure out how to make characters move in those games. Right. Exactly. Blood Rain yeah. Two is not like that. Blood Rain Two has modern controls, so at least it's like somewhat playable. But I didn't know that. I probably should have looked at the reviews before I bought those because I probably would have bought at least the first one. Um, and I'll, I'll probably I'll make it through the first one. I played the first like two missions, and then I said I I can't do this anymore, and I deleted that <laughs> and just took it up as like I paid twelve dollars, whatever. But the uh, second one, I'll probably run through because it's actually, like, enjoyable to play on like, the first one. So um, the biggest thing that I've played this week, and just because I'm trying to get through it, and it's an extremely relaxing game, is Power Washing Litter. I'm almost yeah. done with it. Yeah, I need I've to played play so much of it. I've played a mix of uh, PC, Xbox, and I actually tried it the other day on my phone with the backbone oh and yeah, it worked yeah, yeah. pretty well say, that so, it's fine yeah it actually worked pretty well uh, i i completed a level that way which is kind of crazy to think about it but it worked really well and like i said you're safe if you have if you're into that ecosystem your safe travels everywhere you don't have to do anything so um it's i mean it's exactly what that game you know what that game your power washing shit my favorite mission it's i've done is there's game, like right? a it's just it's like, a game yeah. Pass game. yeah yeah okay my favorite mission is uh, I did one where it's like a corrupt mayor that got his house, like his mansion egged. And you have to just wash all that's, the eggs that's and really shit good. off I like of it, graffiti and stuff. And he's talking to you the entire time, like through text message. That's good. Like it, that's a good one. That's probably my favorite mission that I played in the game. But uh, it's like this time last year is when I sat down and did um, the home one. I can't. What's the name of the home? Uh, house home flipper. Where you're building the house. House flipper. House flipper. Yeah. So it's it's like almost a year to the date when I was playing that game. So I don't know. It's it's really enjoyable. It's on Game Pass. Very I love those kinds of like genres of games where it's like yeah, clean this stuff up or like once I finish the this building like this kind of stuff. Like yeah, once I finish the quote unquote campaign, then you unlock special missions which have like Ooh. all sorts of crazy things. There's like um, there's like a temple or oh no 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 it's a pyramid I think that you have to clean like stuff like that like it's exotic and kind of out there. That seems pretty. So cool. I look cool. forward to that when I get that done. And then the last thing before I talk about Digimon that I played, I played the first like two missions of it because a demo came out. I think you tried it too. Uh, yeah. Dio Field Chronicles. 
yeah, which, I played the first. What I would say is like yeah. I. I really enjoyed what I played. I know the demo is actually pretty lengthy. I personally don't need to play any more of the demo. I don't either. Yeah. I played those two missions. It was like, I know exactly what this game is now. I can just wait a month to play it when it comes out. I really wanted to um, see what the gameplay was like. That's what I wanted to. Yeah. Like, it's a good, like, it's a good, uh, it's like RTS. Almost like evolution of that yeah. type of game. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's, it's, like got, it's real like, time. Yeah. It reminded me of like, has a great, like some kind of Halo Wars kind of thing, but like Fire Emblem kind of. setting and, um, you know, like Final Fantasy type, like item management and equipment type stuff. And like, well, like, it's especially, it reminded me a little bit like when I started of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics meets Fire Emblem, but then yeah. especially Fire Emblem after you finish the mission, you're at the base. Cause I didn't know that part of the game even existed. I've watched I didn't like, either. nothing on this. Yeah. And like, you're just walking around in third person. Talking to people, uh, that you're like base, weapons. talking to your base, like yeah. upgrading stuff. I didn't even know that was part of the game. So making plans. I was like, after yeah, doing cool. that in the second mission, I was like, I'm, I'm good. Like this game seems really good. So I look forward to playing that. I think it's out like the 22nd of September. So yeah, that just really cemented that I'm gonna get it probably the first day and uh, play right away. And then finally, I played Digimon. You beat Digimon, so I'll let you speak to it more. Uh, but for me, I played like maybe the first, I don't know, two, three hours of that game. Uh, how, many fight, how many fights have you done? About two to three, I think. That sounds right. So, yeah, there's not like, and that's the thing. Like, if you look at the game and you're looking for like a role playing like JRPG with like a good battle system, like that's like, I wouldn't say it's a bad battle system, but that's not this game. This game is very no. much a visual novel no, with yeah. a few fights and like, mm-hmm. that's fine. I, I have no problem with that because that's kind of what I was looking at the game for. Like when you were describing it, then I started watching some trailers and stuff. Like it seemed out there. And I also know nothing about Digimon at all. I've never played a Digimon game. I've never watched yeah. a cartoon as a kid. So like I knew nothing about it going in. Like I like the tone of it. It's pretty fucking dark for like a, yeah. it'd be like if Pokemon took this kind of weird turn, like left turn into this kind of road. I, I would know, probably like this, be more interested in Pokemon. Yeah, so, this game, this game like, goes some places, man. Like it's pretty dark and like, but also like, it, like the other thing, and this is important for these types of games because again, in a visual novel, there's only so much you're seeing. But I think the music of it's really good too. Yeah, there's like and, good musical cues between like peaceful and calm to like some fucked up thing just happened. Right <laughs> now, it's like really tense music. Uh, but I've really enjoyed what I played it with thus far. So it's just every night this week. I've sat down like I just want to power wash some stuff, so I'm trying to get through that. And then I'm gonna yeah. like hardcore get through this game. It takes some investment because it's kind of like reading a book, and like the fights, the there are fights, and as you play through more, like it, it definitely picks up like frequency, and it gets to a point where you can choose to fight like random battles and stuff, which is kind of important um, because you, that's the only way you can get more characters yeah. you have to like ca- capture them or not even capture them like you talk to them and convince them to join your team that mechanic doesn't seem um important early on like you don't because you have your team of people and they'll, they'll, like you'll always have people but um yeah i finished but i finished my first playthrough and i can tell you that that mechanic is very important and you do need to okay. spend time doing s- at least some of that you don't need to get all of them but you're gonna need a stable of characters for later and you're gonna need to level them um because okay. Well, because the big thing about this game is there are four paths through the game. Like there are four different ways the story can kind of go. One of them is only after you've beaten the game once you unlock the ability to kind of get like 
the what's called like the truthful route. So you have to play twice if I guess if you want like what actually is supposed to happen. Because well, I think I talked about it. Didn't you say there's like a couple characters in your run that die? Well, yeah. Then... So okay. it's a little misleading because um, you kind of get set on a path when so the game's got multiple chapters. It's like yeah. I want to say it's like 15 chapters or something like that. Okay. But something very important happens in chapter three that will set the tone for the rest of the game. Okay. So it's not necessarily that like a character could die at any time. It's more so that when this one thing happens, you've set off a chain of events where okay. these people gotcha. are going to die. So it's kind of, it's kind of lame in that way, but like there's also a, a point at like chapter eight where you, kind of pick what route you want to go down if you're not going down like the correct route there's a like is a three-way option is there a way to beat it where everybody lives or is that not possible i think you can only do that with the way i'm doing it now after a new game okay okay um because like i said in chapter three one character's death kind of kicks everything else off so like uh, basically okay. it comes down to if this guy lives or dies is the break point of this game and Makes getting sense. him to live um, now that I've done it is not difficult, but it, it requires your full attention. Like, and, okay. and even when I did it, like, cause I just did that part like <laughs> yesterday, even when I did it, I wasn't sure it was going to happen because okay. it, yeah. it follows what happened the first time pretty clear. And then at the end um, you have one like last choice. And if you make the right, right one, it's important to note in this game, you can save scum. You can just save immediately before you make okay, any choice. You can, before you make any choice in the game, you can save. And that if you makes make, sense, though, because that yeah. was one thing I noticed like early on in the game. Is like, I can just save whatever I want, which is yes. good for this type. You need to be able to in you this want game because, it's, yeah. because it is slow and there aren't necessarily like natural breakpoints where you want to save. Um, okay. chapter, some chapters are longer than others. Some aren't. Um, the nicest thing about the game now that I'm playing through it a second time is like, because it is so dialogue heavy, like obviously I don't need to hear at least up until that point, I didn't need to hear all that stuff again. Cause it plays out the same way, yeah. but you, but there's a skip function and there's an auto right. function. And the best part is, is since it's a new game, plus all of your characters keep their levels. So like I have level okay. 70 dudes in the beginning and things don't level with you. So since okay. the battles are going to be trivial at this point, um, you can auto battle. That's an option. Like if you're in a battle, you can hit start, pick auto, and then basically just hold down X to make it fast forward. And your my guys are killing everything possible. The only time I don't do that is if I'm like, because I'm actively trying to recruit um different Digimon characters because they'll only yeah. some of them only appear at certain times in certain runs. Okay, which is a pain in the ass because I want to do all of it. But are there any um, like achievements and trophies for getting like a specific Digimon? You have to get all of them. You have to, okay. Yeah, you oh, literally have to okay. catch my next question. or own all of them in some form. Okay. How many um, are there in the game? 100 and... Really? That's 20? way more than I thought. Yeah, but, well, but that's counting evolutions. Level. So, like... Um, oh, okay. Like, your main character, you have an Agumon, and at a certain point, yeah. depending on the choices you made, he turns into different ones. <laughs> and then, at the end, when they when he goes to Mega, which is like in theory, the highest one, depending on the choices you've made till that point, he becomes a different one. So you kind of have to play it a couple times to force other lines. Um, okay. So if for completionists, it's, it's a lot of work because you kind of have to stop and, and do that kind of stuff. But it's interesting to see, like, now that 
I'm on the true path. I get to see like yeah, like the what best, the game yeah. is actually supposed to end. The best way I would describe it is someone who's never that knows nothing about Digimon, at least for this game, is it's a good so cross to get into like this one. Pokemon yeah. to like Shin Megami. Well, yeah, the way I that mean, the all Digimon games, you, which is cool. Well, all Digimon you know, games have that kind of element where like. um Pokemon like capture kind of like build stats. This game, other games in the past have focused more on build stats. Like World is is kind of weird where um you kind of have to level them up to a certain point to the point where they like okay. die and are reborn and then hatch them and build their stats okay. more in certain ways. That one's a lot more work. The Cyber Sleuth games are more of what I would call like a uh, like a story based RPG that actually has like. 3v1 mechanics where like you have three characters you tell them what moves to do and they do it and it's just like i take a turn you take a turn kind of that kind of stuff (laughs) this is this one's grid based like um kind of some of the older yeah it it reminds like the grid stuff just kind of reminds me of like tactics advance it's not super deep it's what it seemed like yeah each character has like two moves and it's just moving around but it's the game isn't about battling like it's not no and you get to points where like in the battles they have discussions and no that's where i saw like the critical reviews were kind of all over the place because you have some people that really like it because the visual novel aspect i don't think they i don't think anybody who's critical understood what it is yeah Um, i think that you you have those people that went into it thinking it's a jrpg and it's really not it's not it has elements of a jrpg do you want to play those play cyber sooth or do you really want to play it go nuts and play digimon world 3 for ps1 (laughs) um that's like that that's one of ones that i would consider like the true Digimon experience. If you really want to play like a Digimon game, Digimon world three for PS one is really good. The DS ones are good too, but um, it's really good. I'll, I'll finish up this truthful one. I might take a break on it after I finish this run, just because I don't know if I need to do four runs of this in a row. Um, just because that's a lot. Of, and it's going to be a lot of repeats. It's a lot of a visual novel where like it's a lot of repeat stuff. Certain things that are yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. So, but, I can uh, see that. At some point, at some point I'll finish it just because I, I like it enough to do that. Yeah. Um, well, what, what else have you played? Yeah, the only other major thing, I mean, I played the Diafield Chronicles thing that was good. Um, Probably had the same. Uh, yeah. I, I, did, yeah, like, I, 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 I want to play more. Um, uh, my, my, you know, bi-weekly platinum trophy update. I got the trophy in MLB 18 because I'm trying to clear up as much of the older like baseball games as I can. Um, but the only other like major title I played is I finally, I'm finally going to get through Red Dead Redemption 2. I'd never finished you, it. You had played um, some of it. Though, right? Yeah, I had played a decent amount of it on the Xbox and then now it's on the plus thing. Okay. But I think oh, it's coming okay. off of it soon. But um, I finally wanted to like, play through that story because i always liked red dead redemption one more than like a grand theft auto game and I did um too. yeah so it's one of those things where let's finally let's just go through this story and play where and are like, you in the story like? oh i'm almost i'm not very far i've only done like oh, okay. the first go i'm at How the point where i can gotten into it like on the Xbox. again not very far like i did probably okay. the first third of it i mean okay. i'm at the point now where i can run around and do what i want which is you know when the game starts i guess you'd say but i've done it it's I've a done longer a game than it's a longer game than you think. Uh, oh, I know it is. Uh, it has a really good epilogue without spoiling. Yeah, uh, but game, um, but well, I love like I said, I love the first game, and like you know, now I'm playing, you know, the you know, and on my PS5 on my big TV. Like I never played it like this, you know, yeah. when it was yeah. about four years ago. So this is I'm putting a lot more into that, and then you know, I made it on my character and I'm running around doing that. But that's that's just side. Just like, really. is there even anything to do online? Um, I found one cool. person. 
Like that, the online in that game for all intents and purposes is dead. But yeah, um, it's yeah, yeah, it is. It is unfortunate, but um, I really like the game. Like it just controls really well, and everything about it, like it looks great, and like guns, gunplay works, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I mean, that's really all I've done. I do need to. The other major thing I did was um, the analog pocket um, core support came out yeah so i loaded up all, all my it's full of my game all my game boy advance and color That's and cool. game boy roms and they, yeah. they look incredible and they work incredible and i'm just waiting for them to put nes and super nintendo cores on there and then look at that i've got a system with literally everything on it hooked up to my tv because well, that's gonna, I was gonna say, cause you can yeah. dock it and, yeah i've yeah. got my dock like uh so yeah and like nes and super nintendo can easily run on that thing with no oh, problems for sure. for so sure. once those cores are out and like Get a Game Gear core on there. Get a Turbo Graphics core on there. Oh yeah, there damn dude, that's the only system I need. I'll pack all the rest of them up. <laughs> there you go. Who cares? <laughs> that's pretty much it. What have you been playing, Matt? Oh, uh, so for me, I decided to start Bully. Um, I found the Scholarship Edition a while back, and I was like, you know what? I, we're okay. I was like, it's time I was to crack say, it. We're up. talking neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you never played it. No, no, this will be my first run through before. I've the funny thing is, is I have that on like two different systems right now. It's just (laughs) I've never jumped into it. So I was like, that's why when I bought it now, and I was like, you know what? I think it'd be a good time to jump into this and see what it's about. I haven't gotten very far. Like, I'm probably only 30 minutes in. So I, I know it's really just kind of the basics right now. So I'm hoping to deep dive into that within the next hopefully some this weekend i'm thinking maybe saturday evening i'm gonna try and dive into it for a couple of hours so bully bully is one of my favorite games of all time yeah uh, i remember you saying that. i i hundred i don't think i 100 percent the ps2 version but i first played it when it came out on ps2 it's one of the last like ps2 games i played and then it was like shortly after that they announced the 360 version which is what you're playing essentially is the scholarship edition which they add, they add some stuff to it. I, it's like maybe one or two extra classes you can go to, which okay. are a bitch towards the hundred <laughs> percent. But um, it's it's easily the best version of that game. So and it's fully backwards compatible. Right. Um, I have hundred percent that game five times Jeez. between the, between the three sixty version. There is a PS four like PS two to PS four version that has trophies. I did that a couple of years ago. Um, since you said you were playing it, I'm actually. And I'll plug it from my YouTube channel, uh, Marvel Gallery. I'm actually going to do a video on it. Uh, I've wanted to for a long time. But like you saying, like, I'm playing Bully. And then it was on one of those digital sales. Like I have, obviously I've got this Bully, but it was on one of those digital sales for like five bucks or something. So I picked it up and uh, I'm actually playing through it on my girlfriend's profile. Nice. So I'm capturing footage and stuff for that for that video I'm going to do. But like I, there's a good chance I'll probably 100% like, okay. Yeah, so I figured I needed to try and tackle it. If I keep buying it for systems and don't play it, I think that's a downfall on me <laughs> at this point in time in my life. So I picked that up. Like I said, I think Saturday I'm going to try and start diving deep into it more. I should be able to play like at least like two to two and a half hours of it. Maybe Saturday I don't have any plans, so I'm going to shoot for that. I did play some more Power Wash Simulator. Um, awesome. It is really calming, so I have to catch myself because Same. i normally play late when not, uh, like i'm not not i have, I have yeah. fallen yeah. asleep many exactly. times playing that game because <laughs> it's so relaxing 
Hey man. Yeah. So, I, get it. I mean, hell, it's like, you know, the crazy thing is, is I have a power washer in my garage that I need to do my house with, but then I'm like, nah, I'm just going to play it online. Why would I <laughs> no, do that? No, man. You get exactly. wet doing that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, I actually did start diving back into dead space too. Dead space. Have you ever finished it? <sighs> no, I got okay. like to the very end where there's like those levels you have to work through. I think, and I you got to lost. The part? Yeah. Okay. And I ran out of ammo, and it auto saved on me. I, so I, okay. I threw I threw it down. And I never came back to it. But then I was okay. like, you know what, man? It's right here on Game Pass. Let's just try and jump back into it again. So I think I'm gonna try. Are you excited to for uh, the remaster or remake? The yeah, or the I am pretty one? stoked. I, cause I'm I, excited to play that. That's my favorite of the. Of so the, I've never really played the first one. First one's my favorite. I jumped into the second one because I heard positive things about the first one, and sure. I was like, the second one popped out, and I just went ahead and started playing it because it was there. But uh-huh. I have the yeah. first one and the second one and the third one on the PS3, third so I think I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I think I am going to try to start maybe playing through the first one um, until the remaster oh, it's, comes it's out. Yeah, because yeah. I really think I want to try and I want to try and see if I can go through it on at least before it comes out. But I mean, you know, life, I don't think okay. I'll be able to, but I'm still going to try it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm excited about the remaster that that first one. Uh, hell of a game. The second one's really good, too. Obviously, I mean, I just said the third one's pretty bad, but yeah, um, the yeah, first that, one is like, the kind of game deserves a. It does. It's been long enough. The best that game best came out when I was working at Game Crazy, man. Like they can come out. Now. The they best explanation I can say is like Dead Space One is like Alien. Dead Space Two is like Aliens. It's much more action. The first one yeah. is very much more of a horror. Like so, that's probably why I like the first one more. But probably. they're both good. So that third one, though, like. Yeah. Went too big, too bombastic. We don't talk about the third one. Killed the, well, he killed the French. Multiplayer, like co op? It has, it has co op, and the co op's not very good. So it's also like very snowy. It's not a good game. Yeah. So, all right. And that wraps up what you've been playing? Yeah, that tackles everything I've been touching. All right. Well, we'll dive into the news. Uh, first thing, which I, I added one of the stories, but there's actually two here is that Microsoft and Sony are kind of at each other's throats right now. Uh, over the, the, the main thing it boils down to is they're at, they're at each other's throats over that Activision acquisition. Uh, Sony, sure. Sony has come on claim that COD is essential. They're afraid of Microsoft's acquisition of Activision. Uh, I laugh. But, I laugh because they're they're concerned it'll influence users' console choice. <laughs> well, first off, like, I mean, if it does, isn't that the whole point of them buying it? So yeah, yeah, like and sure. But secondly, then how about how about when they used to do exclusive DLC, exactly. timed exclusives? Doesn't that influence console decisions? Like, here's, no, here's what I'll you can't you have will. it both ways, dude. But here's yeah. what I'll tell you: will influence people on Call of Duty. It's not the fact that Microsoft owns Activision. It's the fact that whenever that deal goes through, it's on Game Pass. Year, it's on Game Pass. That's going right. to influence people because. Right. Hey, it's right there. I can play it. 
But so. he can't claim that like he's upset about that when they actively tried to do that or they actively did do it. No, for it's years. weird that now all of a sudden in the last year they're you know this this deal's been how when did that deal go through January? And we're in August, At least, yeah. And now it's yeah. like now they're coming out and saying like well, we're afraid of that. Like, well, the other thing is too, it's like we talked about it before. Like Microsoft's not gonna they're not gonna cut it off, off of the, the system. No, there's no, no they're, way. they're not that dumb. Like. If when there's their money Minecraft, to be made, they yeah. take Minecraft yeah. off other platforms. They put it on no. more systems. Yeah. Minecraft is a game <laughs> that just prints money for them. Why would they do right. that? And they're going to do the same thing with COD. Like if Absolutely. If, yeah. if if you're upset that it's a console decision because if you subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, you'll get it for free, then yeah, Imagine, that is... Like, that'll be on the cloud, probably. Then the why don't you swing it... Stuff? Then how about you swing a deal to put it on Plus Extreme? Or Plus exactly. Ultimate or... Elite Your Microsoft are dangerous. Like <laughs> whatever it's called. Who cares? Premium. Well, on, the flip, on the flip side of this, for whatever reason, Microsoft fired back at, like with some acquisition or with some accusations that Sony has paid money to block certain games coming into Game Pass. Which, oh, I'm sure they have. Being honest, I'm sure they have. Now they don't have to they have their own yeah. servers. So right. Like they can totally do that. Although I don't know if we're gonna get another stray like situation where they have a you know game that comes out day and day for this service. They haven't I said anything. Been... Yeah, but it's funny. It's funny too that like they would they'll argue this about COD, the essential game. But in the meantime, like there's all these rumors that oh they might buy Square, and like do you think it's more likely that COD is on PlayStation or that Final Fantasy is still on Xbox? Yeah, well, it's probably caught on PlayStation. Yeah, like if they buy Square, they're gonna lock. They're gonna lock most of that stuff down. Well, oh, yeah, of this, course. The part two they of the remake is only on PS5, right? And Final Fantasy 16 will probably only be on PS5. Like, I, at I, least for a long I've time. I've always just associated that franchise as a PlayStation franchise anyway. So whatever. Yeah, right. But like, ever since it originally moved over from Nintendo, yeah, yeah from like Nintendo. it just became a PlayStation so franchise. That is one now just make it officials like just that's the other thing is like just do it like square clearly is ready for it. they're waiting they're waiting for you to do this they dumped all the stuff you didn't I, want they, at this they, point, that's, if, it, if it means that maybe some older ips can come back from the dead like jrpg ips from like that ps1 era mm-hmm. i'm all for it do it yeah and but like <laughs> and they're clearly priming themselves for it that's why they they dumped tomb raider and Crystal Dynamics yeah. and all this stuff—they yeah. dumped all of it off. Like they're, they're trying to make themselves like, look, man, we make Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest now. And, exactly. I forgot. And we and we try new stuff like uh, Forspoken and this Harvestella thing coming out. And oh, if that doesn't, yeah. and if that doesn't kick off, then we, we then we quickly abandon it. Trust us, that's what we do. But oh no. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah. So like, I just that should just happen. I don't know why that hasn't happened yet, but just finish it. What can you tell me about the Sega Genesis Mini Two North American release? I can tell you. I can tell you it's a shit show. Like I, this thing, it sucks. Like I really want one, but all told, to get it to get one in America, you can only get it through Amazon, and it's not even through. It's not even really kind of through Amazon. It's through Amazon Japan. Yeah. yeah. But it's a North American unit, and it costs almost a hundred bucks. And then you have to pay the shipping, which is like $26. So this is, it's like $126 to get this. They're basically just making me not have to import it by making me import it. For something Uh, that would probably be, if it released over here, be what, like 80, 90 dollars? In Japan, it's 80 bucks. And the last one was, and the last one didn't cost me 126. (laughs) 
Um, I don't know, man. It really, and then the best part is, is because of like, you know, all the standard arguments sound like chips and all this other stuff. And like, is it yeah. as popular? Of course. Oh, te- only 10% of the production quantity is even allocated to America. So, sure. <laughs> so there's not even going to be that many, but I think you could still get them. I like, I, I think they're kind of proving that they're pricing out because nobody cares. I'm not willing to pay that much. As someone who collects, uh, who likes these mini systems, and has yeah, got I'm in the same pretty boat, much all like, of them. I'm not willing to pay 126 dollars. Like I'm not even. Now maybe if it was a Dreamcast, but like if if this was what they were gonna do, and it was Amazon only, and it was there's only 10 percent of them, can't you just ship them over here so that they're all sitting in Washington to be shipped out? Yeah, and so then maybe I don't have a, to pay the yeah, the shipping. Make a big deal about it, like this day only right. you can reserve it or something. Yeah, so it's just. Which they're all, it would they be all gotta, a shit show still, but it would be a more. They all got to come in here still. anyway. Just ship yeah. them all over there and then ship them out. So it's a weird situation considering it's through Amazon. Yeah, it's not making dumb. making Amazon members eat the shipping on it's, something that can only be ridiculous. bought through Amazon kind of sucks. It's dumb. So, yeah, I think I'll pass. Now, yeah, but like I said, if it was a Dreamcast, I'd pay twice that. I'd pay twice. Yeah, <laughs> two hundred fifty dollars. Who cares? Same. Who cares? Not a problem. You want me to pay Buy forty bucks shipping? Sure, whatever. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Uh so there was some Tomb Raider stuff that got leaked, and obviously it's official because once it leaked, they immediately it was immediately like taken down. Uh, it's codenamed Project Jawbreaker, which I think is funny. Uh, it's it's basically what you expect. It's supposed to be. It is. It is both a continuation of the trilogy we just had, and it's not at the same time. Right. This is going to be her after she's gone through, like, you know, being regular to being super, you know, super Laura Croft now. Like superhuman, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not superhuman, but, like, she's has her confidence. As hey, man, she fought, like, a shadow god or some shit in the last At the end of the last one, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so maybe she does have superpowers. I mean, I, know, we, like I think we talked about it in the last yeah. episode. Like, they're they're going to recast the character, which is fine. Uh, it's a but new I just trilogy, thought it was funny but... that like this this information was leaked on a, a podcast, and then like within 24 hours, the the people that the podcast was on actually had to take down and edit that out of their podcast. Oh, that's good. So Jeez. like that that information clearly was real. So yeah, <laughs> that interesting. Uh, I, it's just I good because. It's not an origin story anymore. Like we don't. It doesn't need, need I don't to be. Need to I don't know need another Laura where she came from. Craft origin. We had a really good trilogy. That the last out. three were great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I threw this in there as a joke because I think it's hilarious. But you know, six years after it was announced, Beyond Good and Evil Two hired its lead writer. Oh, Think finally. about that. Woo-hoo. Think about that lead writer. Well, <laughs> but I laughed too because God. it's it's <laughs> six years after it was announced, but it was also rumored for like six years before that. So it's in reality, it's been. What was when did it? Forever. When did we see that quote unquote trailer for the game? What E three? Oh was my that? god! It's got to be the one that was six years ago. Yeah, it has yeah. To be. So I don't know. I never played the original Beyond Good and Evil, so I can't speak to it. I have no reverence for it. So I don't I, either. I'm in the camp of I don't care. I think I played <laughs> I a little bit play, of it, and I just I probably didn't won't care. play this one either. So. Like, <laughs> But I put it in here as a joke because I just thought it was funny. Like, oh, we just hired our lead writer. We're like on Elder Scrolls Six timeline for that game. So, 
Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Let's see. Sony, <laughs> this is a good one. Sony pulled people about what NFTs they buy and like some survey they sent out. Pissed off a ton of people. And then I'm pretty sure I saw they backed off of this idea, which obviously. <laughs> yeah. I think this like, was more so like, hey, if we were going to make these, what yeah. would you want? And everybody's like, we don't fucking want them. Yeah. Like, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, like, was one of those. Um, another one I put in here, it's just a fun one. Is it going to happen? Probably not, but I wish it would. Uh, Legend of Dragoon. I don't know if you ever played that JRPG back A little bit, yeah. I didn't have I, a like, PlayStation that's one of my at the time. So. That time. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some rumors going on that they could be they could be making a comeback, either a remake of it, or it's either a remake of it, or it's one of those, uh, like the Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9 remasters. Yeah. You know, like the PS1 well, graphics or it could, compressed. Like it could just speed. end up being like the PS1 classic thing that they did for, yeah. the, for Plus stuff, which is fine. Which is fine. I, would lo- yeah, I, would I was going to say, I actually saw an article that said that it was supposed to be coming to the Plus the PS. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of stuff that just yeah. keeps saying like it certainly it really looks like it's happening. It really looks like it's happening, but but they're not going to say anything until like probably like the day it happens. Like hey, guess what yeah. comes out tomorrow? Let's let's get let's get into the uh, delay corner here. It's a couple big well, things hey, that got delayed this week. Quick quick, uh, just a quick bite before that. There's a new Fatal oh, Fury game to... coming finally, which After, is like <laughs> what was the last one? Like ninety nine. 99 okay and then uh and then there's uh you know they tease tekken 8 at evo so like hey man. Well, cons- considering doa is a dead franchise like well uh, i mean tekken will live on tekken Street 7 live on. tekken 7 is great and it did really well mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah 7. and then you know they had soul caliber so now they bounce back to tekken so like that's too good f- I'm, I'm hoping Fatal Fury is good. I, I'd like to play one, but Tekken 8, I'm definitely in. The last Soul Calibur was, what, 6, right? 6, yeah. And that was PS4, Xbox One generation? Yeah, it was pretty okay. good. I don't think I played 6. I played 4 and 5. Better 4 was play. the one that four was the one that had Yoda and Starkiller yeah. and Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's the last one. I uh, but here, let's talk about the the good delay corner. Is these games keep getting delayed? So um, many of them. <laughs> Midnight Suns suffers its second major delay into what we assume is next March because it's the end yeah. of the fiscal year. Which is the end of the fiscal year is March. So, um, well, I laugh because it's not only that, but like the PS4 and Xbox One versions, like TBD. It's like we yeah, just cancel. That's the other thing. It's like like my my honest guess about it is those versions will be canceled after this right you know the next gen versions will yeah. come out just canceled. the current gen yeah at this point it's been uh, long enough other go. delays i forgot about this game and i'm glad i put it on here so i remembered uh metal slug tactics has been delayed yep. until next year that game looks i totally incredible. forgot that game looks yeah. incredible yeah. i totally forgot about it yeah and then uh the big one that actually just hit today hogwarts legacy has been delayed until february uh, which again yeah. that's fine like I, I get why you want to have it out this fall because it would have been a good holiday. Like people are gonna buy the shit out of that game. I but bet it gets delayed again. You think it gets delayed again to like summer? I think so. I think so. I, maybe longer. I think maybe that longer. ends up being like a holiday thing. The footage they put out yeah. was pretty impressive. So I don't know. It just it feel that game feels like it's destined to be delayed again. It could. I could see that. Um, 
this this was a cool story. Uh, super super punch out secret two player mode was discovered the other the other that day. That is wild. After like twenty eight years, yeah, like, I guess nobody <laughs> even knew that this was a thing. Not um, yet. Yeah, no one had ever known it before, which is insane. And then it turns out that like the codes are somewhat similar to known existing codes. So it's like, how did nobody figure it out? <laughs> yeah, it's so years. wild. It's, I just thought that was a cool story because it's like it's even cooler because it's, it works on the the switch online version like they didn't patch it out anything like that like it still works in That's newer versions cool. that game it's cool though and it like what does it does that code even work in like let's say because i'm pretty sure isn't that game on like the nintendo switch online so that's what i just nintendo said online? like yeah, yeah cool. like, okay. it yeah, works yeah. in there that's cool. like they didn't even take it out they okay. just put it in there that's pretty cool um another one that we keep hitting but like maybe it's actually gonna hit uh golden eye you know the law and rumored like we know it exists We've seen the achievement list for it. We've seen footage of it being played completely through beginning to end, like the worst kept secret. Uh, right. It might the be announced at Gamescom. It's never been about like, can we make this game? It's like, it's like, can we release it? It's well, always believe, been licensing. I believe the opening night of Gamescom is the 25th anniversary of the release. So it like, it would be a good time to be like, hey, it's out sure. today. It's on Game it's, Pass. Like as long as the licenses have been figured out, sure. And then of course there's now like the thing where like supposedly it's affected by like the Ukraine stuff, which I could see. Uh, I could see. But that. um I don't know. It's just that game's again gonna be the kind of thing where it's like one day they're just gonna be like, here it is. Like it's just they're not they're, I will tell you they're probably not gonna do the thing where they're like, and it comes out in three months. No, they're gonna say <laughs> it comes out today, the day it's, exactly. it's talked about. Exactly. Um, and then the last thing, this actually happened today as of our recording, and I, I honestly didn't even know this was happening today. THQ Nordic had an event. THQ Nordic is like the the brand Nordic or the publisher Nordic bought the rights to the THQ name, so it's not yeah. the same THQ from like 10 years ago, but they've bought they, – they've picked up like most of those licenses. They bought a ton of stuff. The last, yeah, they like, bought a ton yeah. of stuff, and like they've been sitting on a lot of old IPs and stuff, so – there was some cool announcements at this. The biggest one for me, because it came out of left field, I didn't even know this was what was happening. Is they're going to remake the original Alone in the Dark? I would say it's more of a it's more of a reimagining. It's not a straight up remake because it sounds yeah. like the story is going to be different. Yeah. Um. It. I. They put out a trailer. It looks really good. Um. The big things to point out about this is that the writer that wrote. Um, the amnesia games and soma is writing the story for this game and those okay. games are all very good story-based horror games so this has a chance but it's like uh it's like a resident evil 2 and 3 remake style uh so it's like the third person over the shoulder camera uh you will play as the lawn running series uh protagonist edward carnby and then there's also another character you're going to switch on and off of through the, through the story of the game so, but I'm really excited about it. I mean, I'm, I will go to bat for pretty much any horror game that gets announced. But like, <laughs> Alone in the Dark is obviously a franchise that that kind of started survival horror. Pretty much, pretty much did start survival horror, and then unfortunately, like after the a New Nightmare was that what it was called? The last PS1 game. Uh, they yeah. Did a terrible like 2000. I think it was 2008. There was that terrible Alone in the Dark game for 360. Just Alone in the Dark. Very yeah. bad. Uh, and then in the like 2010s, they tried to make this like multiplayer only game. It was PC only. I, I tried it. It's not good. So it's kind of like 
the rights of this franchise have always been there, but I'm glad that somebody actually finally like bought it and is doing something worthwhile with it rather than like here's another shit multiplayer game or something. And I'm also yeah. glad that this game is set in like a specific time period. It's not trying to do a modern like horror because that's right. what the 2008 game was like modern. It just didn't work. So um, that looks cool. Uh, some of the other things that came out, there's uh, the developers behind uh, Burnout and Need for Speed are making a game called uh, Recreation is what it's called. Uh, that looks pretty wild. It you looks control, cool. But like every aspect of the crashes and stuff. It seems like I hate I hate it because I feel like every couple of years you always hear something it's like from the people who made Burnout, they're making yeah. this. The people who made Burnout yeah. are making this. And, you know, this game has people who made Burnout work. And it's like, why, why can't I just get another Burnout game? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. No, Paradise is weird. really good. Like where Paradise is the was next really one? good. Yeah, yeah, it was. Three is really Paradise, good. Like where Paradise was the last racing game I played until Horizon Three. So there you go. <laughs> like Burnout Paradise. Was, I'm not a big racing person, but like Burnout Paradise was an excellent fantastic game. game. Where Lots is the next one? How come all they have to make weird other racing games or a weird <laughs> golf game or yeah a weird crash simulator game? Like it's just I just want it's a Burnout weird. game. Uh, the other big remake they're working on is they're remaking the original Gothic, uh, which is, I think the original was a PC, it was a PC uh, RPG, and then some of the other, there were some other sequels to it that came out on consoles and stuff, but I'm interested in that too, because it's a game I never played. Uh, also, I mean, they, they had some lesser announcements. I think the other, like, really big one here was they, and they we've seen some of this footage before, but the AEW wrestling game kind of had some more footage come out. They kind of they talked about some of the gameplay. Uh, I don't know, like as someone who thinks that 2K22 is really good this year, I'm interested to see this take on wrestling. Like if this game actually turns out to be all right, or if it if it isn't, I I don't know. You know, obviously we could go on for hours about how AEW right now is. Uh, you know. Not the greatest. Things are kind of swinging the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Things are kind of swinging back towards WWE right now, which is interesting. But uh, this game has also been in development for three years. So, yeah. Uh, they, they pretty much announced this game like maybe a couple months after like the AEW, what, what is it called? Dynamite when it's on TV. When that started, it was like maybe a couple weeks after, like, hey, we're working on this video game. So, yeah, they've been talking about it for a really long time. time. So. Yeah. So it's not it's not like this game is just something they made in the last six months, like their standard WWE game. Like they've been working on this for a while. So there's a little hope there that maybe it'll be something different because I'm all for more wrestling games rather than just 2K every year. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what this one brings to the table. I, well, I I'm think, sure it's I out think this there's year. room for like an arcadier style game yeah, exactly. wwe tries to be so much simulation like, they're very simulation yeah you yeah. know they're different games they can be different games and you can have both and enjoy both um and then they, they showed a new trailer for destroy all humans 2 um which is out at the end of this month so that that's like right around the corner i just oh, nice. recently replayed the first one because it's on game pass i just finished that that was actually i should have mentioned that that was the other thing i played <laughs> i just finished that um <laughs> pretty pretty good remake of that game uh, Destroy All Humans 2. I'll, I'll wait. I'm not going to buy it right away. I'll wait because I, I feel like this one will also hit Game Pass in that like six month mark, anyways. So, but uh, that was kind of the other thing that they showed. And then at the very end of the show, they teased a new South Park game with an audio clip of Randy taking shit. And I thought that was pretty funny. 
So I look forward to another South Park game because those two South Park games are pretty great. They're really good. Like they're really yeah. good RPGs. So like totally unexpected. Like that they could make a good South Park game. So um but that kind of wraps up the news this week. I don't think there was any other like major things. We're kinda we're on the cusp. I think the next time we record we'll be able to talk about uh Gamescom because yeah. that's happening. That's happening. Yeah. So we'll we'll have some big news to talk about then. It's kind of a you know, there's some stuff hitting, but it's also, you know, we're in August. We're getting ready to hit the fall, which normally I would say there's going to be a lot of games coming out, but everything's getting delayed. So yeah, yeah. there's, really there's some much. stuff to play, though. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go ahead and we'll hit it off with some emails. I'm going to kind of jump around on the emails that we got here. But the first one we're going to talk about was actually one that just came in. This is hot off the presses today. Um, this is a, a good one. This is more of a story. Then it really we is like stories too. Yeah, but we yeah, like we like, we like your GameStop stories. We love hearing from current employees, former employees. The thing I'll the thing I'll always say is if you want to write into us and you're a current employee, I'm not going to give out your location because obviously we don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, this this guy wrote in uh, Casey from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He is not a current employee, so I don't have any problems. Everything's that. fair game. Yeah, fair game. <laughs> Uh, it says, hey guys, love the show and the GameStop talk. Former employee here, I was curious. I used to work in a mall store and I worked there from 2014 till 2019. I very much really got to see the death of retail from a mall's perspective. Our district managers, yes, we had several, never could understand that a mall store is mostly 75% window shopping. Getting numbers in a mall store was next to impossible yet all of the DMs I had would not understand this and would give us some ridiculous ways to ramp up business. That's in quotations. Yeah. There were times when I was expected to go to other stores in the mall with flyers and wait for customers to come outside the store to hand them a flyer and talk up the current promotions. This was embarrassing and never worked. I did it once every time after I would just take an hour and walk around instead. I wanted to share this after hearing the episode where Dan had said that he had done the same thing after being given a task at a meeting at a mall. It was dumb. It was bullshit. And one of the worst things I've ever been asked to do in a job. <laughs> I just wanted to share this. Thanks. I love it. Because that, I mean, is, that is what they would stores, do. I, they never understood that. Like Even for the, the one, we had two mall stores in the same mall in our district. For a while. And yeah. For a while. And then obviously and one, one of them was... And one outside of it. And one right out, like literally yeah. right across the parking lot. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the, one of the two stores that was in the mall was in even games. And obviously they got bought out. So it just became another GameStop. Uh, because for a while they justified it by they both did enough to get by, I guess. Right. And then eventually one but of the But that was back was in the days of where malls were a thing. Or, yeah. or I, right. I should say all malls are a thing. Like that mall, <laughs> that mall specifically – it was die was had been dying for years like for yes, years and years and years and it's finally dead now but um yeah like the thing the thing about like they don't understand that a mall store uh is like that they the it's thing is i would tell you they know but they can't oh, admit they, it to you. they can't admit they know it to you. they know exactly what it is but they cannot admit it to you because Remember, they have to be the ones who go to their bosses to be like, this is what I'm having them do. I'm having them do this and that and blah, blah, blah. None of it works. Mall stores are a joke. Like we called we called the store 
like that was your death that was your death note in our district. Oh, in our district, where the managers was just down to the that got mall transferred store. to the mall store. Mm-hmm. Your writing's on the wall, dude. You need to look for a new job because you will be gone. And it was funny because when I took over my store, the guy who used to work in my store got sent to the mall. Yeah, and the people, yeah, and the people who got sent to the mall, they were the ones they didn't yeah. like. Like exactly. you want an excuse to fire someone, man, your numbers suck. Store. Yeah. Um, that, that kept up for a while until they eventually gave up on the mall store essentially. And they turned it into an SL two store, which is just a store that like a manager would also run because they knew that they didn't really have to be there because there was nothing they could do. It was going to suck. Um, and I, I'd actually, I want to interject here and say, yeah. if you have stories about stores in your district or you worked at a store that had is an SLT store, I would love to hear it. That's too common. Because it's now, one man. of the like, dumbest it things. It's gotta it's be so very common, common now. You're basically uh, taking one manager and making them manage two stores, which is like is not bounce a good back idea and forth. And like we were pretty convinced <laughs> that the guy who was doing this wasn't actually doing it. Um, it no, because he would never it's funny because he'd look for him, you'd call either store and he wouldn't be in either one. Uh <laughs> To his credit, his, those stores were wildly far apart, which is pretty funny. It wasn't even like it was like the next town over. It was a while away. Um, but yeah, it like and the wildest thing was like that store was always bad. Um, they're all, the, the reason they're bad for numbers, people don't understand, is because A, there is window shopping, but B, like they can't be open for midnights. So we no, even when yeah. reserves and midnights were a big thing, they weren't allowed to do it. And when you have a store outside of the mall that can do it, where do you think people are going to reserve it? You're going to go there. Right. So, like, it, those those stores are just kind of doomed. Now, if we had been doing collectibles for a longer time, that's when you do – you make that store 75% collectibles and Pokemon cards and crap and then have some games. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they could have yeah, – Exactly, no. Those yeah. stores could, could have been had a better focus, but they just didn't exist. By the time we got collectibles and stuff in, that store was dead. Yeah, I'll never understand it too because they also paid to remodel that store. Do you remember that? Yeah, they they ripped everything out. They moved the counter. They changed everything about it, and it still fucking failed. Um, (laughs) The other bad part about mall stores is if you ever worked in one, like a lot of stores are notorious for having really bad back rooms. Like I worked, I worked at one that was essentially a closet and a bathroom. That sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro, pro tip for people who go shop at stores: your your used system you bought was probably stored in a bathroom. Just just oh. so you know, uh, because yeah. we didn't have any room, we didn't have any choice. Uh, we did what we could, but like it was literally like a like a probably a fifteen foot tall ceiling with like shelves going all the way up with stuff on it. But um, the store Kyle and I worked at, we were lucky we had we had a, a rather large like, for a GameStop. Yeah, I'd yeah. say we had. We had an entire system we had, room. We, we had, had a system room, and then we had kind of like another area, kind of like an entryway. Yeah, but and that's then we where had we stored a lot of games, back. and then the back yeah. area with like the desk and then the bathroom accessories and stuff. Obviously, marketing. So yeah, so we we're blessed to have a large. We were blessed, room. and like you know, <laughs> I've I've been in some stores that have cavernous back rooms. Uh-huh. Um, there was just Lake Zurich's back room when it was next to the Walmart was um massive you could have fit stores inside of it it had yeah. a hallway yeah. it had two doors it had a giant back room <laughs> that room had another room in it it was not like you'd walk in there you'd be like this sucks and not, and not to mention that store was huge <laughs> as it was. um we were lucky our store i'd say was average size but like 
the store I worked at before was skinny, narrow, and had no back room. And the malls were worse. That mall, our mall specifically, it was a very tight passageway. You could probably, you could only fit one person in at a time. And it led in a straight line to, and it led in a straight line to a bathroom that was the size of the closet in your room. Like yeah. it's, it was awful. But yeah, like that's that's a good story because yeah, the flyer stuff they would force you to do that, especially at a mall. Like walk around and hand them. It's like nobody, no, I'm not doing no, that. Nobody wants. Let's take a break. Walk wants to the other side of the mall, throw them in the trash, and sit down. There you go. Sit down. Go order some. You're in a mall. Go order some. Yeah. Food. Go to the food like, court. Take a, take yeah. a lunch break. Yeah. Go to go to Long John Silver's. You. Get some hush puppies. I can't blame you. All right. Uh, next next email we have, Colin from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hi guys, I love the show. Was curious if you all have many, you both all have many years in video game retail. What was the busiest Black Friday you worked and what was the slowest? I imagine you guys probably saw it decline over those two decades. It means both of us. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, so I'll, you're going to have more to tell than I am. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> um, the busiest Black Friday I ever worked actually was not at GameStop. It was when I worked at Target. Yours would have been Target. I kind of yeah. saw the like craziest black friday shit i've ever seen um as a general rule personally i only ever one time in my life went out shopping on a black friday because i knew how fucked up it was yeah but i wanted to see it myself one year i did it <laughs> i did it one year and then never again it was like i'll just order Same. shit online like i don't Same. care i don't need to see this and that was back in the hey i'd say that was like 2010 2011 so that was like back when it was still a pretty big deal uh, the Target story, I would say, is probably around like 2007. Uh, the biggest thing I remember is it was it was the fall that had both Guitar Hero three and Rock Band one. Mm. I remember wheeling pallets of these games out and watching them disappear in about 30 seconds yeah. because people Damn. were just going fucking crazy. Uh, people pushing and shoving. I mean, everything that you've ever seen in like a movie it's real when it comes to black friday like back in its heyday like that shit was real it was devastating see people getting pushed over shoved down like it's it's nuts in terms of gamestop um for me uh the first year i was there i would say it was pretty that would have been 2013 it was pretty busy um but i wouldn't say it was like crazy no because we had ways to handle it yeah um so basically how we would do it and I'll, I'll tell some some stories afterwards. But how we sure. would do it is we would basically, on Wednesday night, we would stay late to set up. Yep. And realistically, realistically, all throughout Wednesday, I'd be setting up because I kind of had to, like, move fixtures around and, and put arrows on the floor and kind of d- direct people where I wanted you to go. <laughs> and again, right. But again, luckily, <laughs> luckily, we were large enough where it wasn't a huge problem. But it, no matter what you did – you could never form the line in such a way that people weren't just in the way while they were shopping or like on the walls or any kind of stuff. Yeah, like even if um, you had arrows to snake it around one way, yeah, it was just would difficult. go the other way anyways. People go the other way. They yeah. walk the wrong way. You'd be like, this is yeah. an exit only. You try to have somebody stationed at the door with like, here's a flyer. Go follow the arrows. That kind worked of thing. like about 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. And then, but it just falls apart. <laughs> but what I would yeah. always do is, so let's say we would open at, we'll just say midnight right uh not not midnight no because originally it was like six or something originally at least when i the first uh when i worked at a GameStop, we opened at like 6 a.m but yeah, it was okay. like all day so let's you say, so let's say like 10 yeah so let's say it was six 
So I'd be there at five. Um, nothing really would have to be set up ahead of time. But like we, it was, it was very Black Friday of like you have six of these DSs or you have four of this thing. So I would write tickets like DS number one, DS number two, whatever. I'd go outside and there'd be a line down our, our thing, which was it, on, on busy ones. It would get pretty long, but I would literally just go to the first person in line and say, what are you here for? Because anyone who's lined up is there for something. They're not there yeah. to look around. No, <laughs> they may be a little bit, but they're there for something specific. They're what are you here for? Well, yeah. I want this, this, and one of those DSs. I'd write it all on a ticket and give it to them. Show that at the counter. Next person, what do you want? I would literally give out tickets of limited stuff. And if they wanted a game, like I want a Halo, I'd write Halo on it too. Just so yeah. if that's all you want, go to the counter. Because right. I've got two, I have two people behind the counter. I'm going to be running on the floor, running to the back to grab systems because we couldn't keep them up front. And just trying to manage the lines and stuff. Well, if Kyle's ringing, Kyle, your job is to literally <laughs> type shit in the computer and get the people the hell out of here. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. care about cards. I don't care about reserves. I don't and like GPGs. Just ask it. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. the yeah. very yeah, bare. Like minute. that's what those days were. Yeah. Just like give these people. But, but the ticket system worked because you know I'd get to the next person in line. What do you want? DSs. I'm sorry, I sold out. Six people ahead of you wanted it. Hey, guess what? Now that person doesn't have to wait another hour. So they yeah, could leave. If that's all they yeah. wanted. So ticket systems actually worked really well. Uh, our Black Fridays always were went pretty smooth. I mean, you would you would if we opened at six and we had a long line, maybe we're busy till seven, and then it just kind of dies. And then for it a would die bit. for a while because people at that point like those people got what stores. they wanted. Yeah, right. Um, but and then it would pick back up and it would be busy all day because typically be we'd have a buy to get city. one. Um, everyone would work a long shift. I would either work a double or I would just work for 12 hours and then, you know, whatever. Or I, or I would work for a little bit, leave, go home, come back, whatever. Yeah. They weren't yeah. terrible. Um, but there were a couple instances where there were, and I, and I, the first one was the first time that they were like, here's an hour sign, put it on your door. This is the hours for the holiday. And the Thanksgiving one said six to 10. And then we got a, a message like, tuesday of that week you're actually going to open at four and we're like why oh, when they you're talking about when they changed it to be open when they when they started to do it yeah so oh. like you're going to open it at four and we're like why are we going to open it for no one's going to know are you going to tell people no yeah. <laughs> so we went so we're like nobody's going to know so then we went so you know what i did i went to the hour sign and i wrote a four instead of, and crossed out the six yeah no one came in yeah. no one, we finally started to get people like 5 15 5 30 and they're like are you guys open it's like yeah we've been open for an hour and a half what do you mean i thought it was six so did we <laughs> and then it's and then it became and then it became midnight and that was when we really started to be like what the fuck is wrong with you people like and, and the worst part was it would be midnight till 10 p.m like there was no closing in between so you get the idiots those. who come at midnight fine and then you get the people who come at like four or whatever. Yeah, we're out of everything because we were open at midnight. And then you get the people who come at six. Yeah, we're out of everything because we opened at midnight. But we would literally have blocks of time from midnight yeah. till quote unquote ten AM when we normally open. There was one year no I, one I signed for up hours, hours, hours and hours and hours and hours. There, there was, was one, one year, one year was like probably like four hours nobody came in. Yeah, like there yeah. the first year I think we did it, I was like, sure, whatever, I'll work like the I think for us it would have been like eleven to like seven in the morning or something. 
Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'll work that shift <laughs> after that because, like, it would be okay if it was a steady busyness all night, but that was a problem. Sure. It was not. You had your rush from, like, midnight to two, and then it fucking died. The problem like I had with it was, you know, run it like it's my business. Okay, if it's my business, I am making zero dollars for four hours, but I, am paying, but I am paying three people to be here, including yeah. me, and I make yeah. the most. Does this make sense to you? And they would never understand that. They never understand. It. And then, and then they finally decided, hey, you know what? Fuck everybody that works here. We're opening on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that was when yeah. everybody started to revolt. And be like, this is just asinine. We get two days off a year, and you're taking one of them away. And yeah. when you take one of them away, you're gonna take the other one away. Now it's funny because Game Crazy was open 365, and it, so it was just yeah. never. It was just never a problem. And when it was like Thanksgiving Day, I was 22. This would be in, you know, 2006. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody came in. Nobody shopped on Thanksgiving in 2006. But I would get paid two and a half times pay. Yeah. So I told my boss. And, it, and the thing is, it was only an eight-hour shift because we were only open 10 to 6 or something weird, right? So I would tell my boss, like, I want, I'm working all day Thanksgiving. I can do it by myself. He's like, okay. So I would stand, I'd sit there. My mom, we lived down the street. My mom would bring me Thanksgiving. I'd just fucking yeah. eat it while I was working. And I'd get She's paid. And I'd get paid <laughs> at the time it would have been. Now remember, this is 16 years ago. So the pay rates obviously aren't, it's not going to sound as good. But as an assistant at the time, I'd get paid $26, like $26 an hour yeah, to help no one. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't Why care. wouldn't you do that for eight yeah. hours? And now yeah. we were open on Christmas too. And then um, the best part about us being on open on Christmas is one of my employees was Jewish. He's like, guess what? I don't care. <laughs> Boom. I got somebody to work Christmas. And not a lot of people, not a lot of people shop on Christmas either. It's mostly returns. Yeah. Um, Christmas, especially the day after Christmas. But yeah, so Black Fridays, like they didn't really start to get bad until they really started to fuck with our hours. And like, I remember the, thing, the last one I worked at GameStop. It, nobody came. They we died. It's next. Nobody came. They died. You and, I, you and I opened together. We opened the doors and we stood there for an hour. It was just the nobody two of us showed up because I didn't. And I, I realized remember, I didn't need anybody. You called the other store in town and the, and the manager there. He's like, "Yeah, we don't see anybody either." And we just stood there for like an hour. And yep. then finally, someone wandered in, and then it started to get a little busy. Get, like, well, it got busy during normal hours. Yeah, my argument, yeah. my argument was always if you want to make us be open on Thanksgiving or if you really want like the midnight people, then how about this? How about we open at 10 on Thanksgiving night? Because to be honest, if you're celebrating Thanksgiving, you're probably done at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, we open 10 to one. Right. And then we close yeah. and then we just close for seven hours. Reopen <laughs> at eight and it's just a normal busy day. That yeah. way the whole company for seven hours does not have to pay three people to potentially not make that much money. Yeah. Or at least at certain stores. Right. I don't know. They just, they have no concept of how that, of how that worked. But well, um, that's what killed it that one year. And that's why I told you after that one year, like I can't do this overnight shit because I'm literally just sitting there falling asleep because nothing is happening. Yeah. It was awful. I'm not an overnight person. I just always thought like, wouldn't it make more sense if we were just open for, you know, 16 hours and then like we could have with the amount of employees I have, we'd have so much more overlap. Like we yeah. always have four people working. Like it's just, it's, they didn't trust you. Like we should have been able to make our own decisions, but. Hey, that's, that's retail. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question comes to us from Randy from Red Bank, New Jersey. Hi, guys. Really enjoy the show. I'm curious what you guys think would have happened to this generation of consoles if Microsoft didn't have Game Pass. Do you think we would even have a new generation of consoles from them, or do you think they would have thrown in the towel? Things? Um, I, it's weird. It's weird because like they had such a disastrous start to the Xbox One generation. Yeah, and it, I yeah. mean, it really fucking hurt. It was bad. bad. At the, I mean, um, we were selling them on the front lines, and for every we we would get asked about PlayStation's all years later. Years later, all we would still time. get asked about like, does it have a check-in system? Does it have to be online yeah. all the time? Like mm-hmm. that, the amount of damage that did is staggering. Well, I don't want an Xbox because you have to be online all the time, and people would say we'd have to be like, you don't. It's not the same thing. Away, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like we were, Uh, we would sell for every one Xbox, we'd sell five or six Playstations. So they were in a lot of trouble. They were were in a lot lot of trouble. trouble. And the thing is, like, we all at the store collectively bought an Xbox first. I mean, you got both systems because you were the store. Yeah, but I didn't. Like, even when that system came out, like in the beginning, it was a fucking disaster of the system. Like the party system didn't work. Like. The UI didn't work. The UI was like this. It was just black with like a couple bars. Like it just Slow. everything about it. I think there was a yeah. period of time where we went and used the 360 for voice chat. We did, but we're playing the <laughs> Xbox One because that's how bad the party system was. Yeah. And it like yeah. it took months of like because you have to think like before that system came out, they had all that stuff set up and they had to strip it all out before it launched, and it was not ready to launch in such a way. So. Because it was really made yeah. to do all that stuff. And they I mean, had really, it in the last hour be like, nope, we have to take it all out. Or the only like, things that really kept that system alive were like, in the beginning, it was the fact that Xbox Live worked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was, you could play games online and yeah, you had to pay for it, but it worked. And, you know, PlayStation 4, even in the beginning, wasn't super good. Like, it was a yeah. mess and like, um, you know, it was that, so Xbox Live definitely helped and like Game Pass, I mean, you could probably make a, a decent argument that Game Pass really kind of saved them and really is Game a reason Pass. that they, they're still relevant. I don't think they'd go away. I don't either. Uh, I don't know what it would take for them to give up. We've talked about it before. Like I could see them giving up. I could see them finally being like, we're screw it. It's all PC stuff now. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know but if they... They're also in the position now where, like, they don't care as much about if they sell you a system. They care about... Right, but that's because of Game Pass. Yeah. Like, the pivot the pivot to Game Pass or, or to build Game Pass is, like I said, it's probably the reason it's still relevant. It's, Game it's, Pass it's, is, like, the logical version of what they wanted the system to be, though. Right. Think about it, though. Yeah. Those they always wanted it to be a store. Online, you play yeah. Them. <laughs> right. They always so. wanted it to be a store. They always wanted it, like... You know, they, they used to push hard for, like, you could buy movies and TV and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like, you could still do it, but they've, they've significantly backed off on that. Like, yeah, that's, not a, that's not a selling point anymore. No. But um, <laughs> because remember, the, the whole point of the Xbox One and the why it was called that is because it was supposed it's to be the all-in-one one system. The all-in-one yeah. system. It was everything you needed. But that's like they did right, But yeah, exactly. You can run your cable box through it. Like, TV is an app on here. Um, but they didn't, but yeah, they did not focus on that at the start and they focused no. more on really bad communication and almost killing themselves. Like 
Game Pass, Game Pass saved them. I would, I would argue. Absolutely. Um, without it, they'd be a, they'd be a distant number three. With it, they're just easily. a solid number three. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's really so Nintendo's its own thing. Like, it's, it is. Well, think Nintendo's about how much that can really run Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I would argue that I would argue that there's some Switch games that can barely run because of the hardware at this point. But well, like, there's that too, but like, not first party. That's not the point. But that's not the point. Like that's no. not the point of it. But um, yeah, I think I think it might be different with Game Pass if Game Pass didn't exist. Yeah, I mean, I can I vouch and say that's done. the only reason I have the Xbox. Right. Yeah. It's a selling point, like, and it and it is it's, it's a selling point. point. Yeah. What's well, the? It's the one they use now. They don't really even talk about anything else. Like, yeah, here's the specs of the system, but like, we don't even, we don't care if you buy ever buy a physical game. We don't care. You think about it, like when I watch their press conferences now, like E3, whatever. We like, man, call what's it on point? Game Pass? That's the reason I watch it. It's not. It's not. What's the next Microsoft game? It's what games are going to be on Game Pass? Yeah. Like, yeah. what games do I not have to pay for this year because I pay for Game Pass? Right. Like, remember last year it was like I don't have to pay for Back for Blood because it's on Game Pass. Right. That's pretty cool. And well, that's true. Remember, I that's just. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I saved twenty bucks by not buying House Flipper because it was exactly. on Game Pass the next day. You were ready to buy it, and then I texted yeah. you. It was like, hey, it's on Game Pass today. Yeah, I was like, oh, exactly. shit, okay. But that and Game Pass is also the reason why, like, PlayStation's new thing is glaringly not great. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not even close. Like, does it have games on there I want to play? Sure, but it's not anywhere near what Game Pass is. It's not. Like, I, and I, I mean, I'll say, like, there are a lot more quality games on the PlayStation service than I thought there would be. Right. Um, it's more relevant than I thought it was going to be. But if God of like, War isn't on it, and uh, yeah, a remake one. of a game that was already remastered isn't on it day one. How and, is, like, how is baseball, Last of Us Part a, 1 not a selling point of that service? And baseball is still not on it. Yeah. It's been five months. You can it's put on it on It's on the competitor. Right. Like, it's been five months. You, you can, can put, put it baseball. on People aren't rushing okay to sort of buy that now. Like, I don't even think, you know what the weird thing is? I don't even think the old ones are. Oh, like ML, yeah, like twenty one, twenty one, twenty. Man, that's weird. It's twenty. If twenty one is not on there, what are they doing? Well, I don't get that because again, MLB twenty one. I think I they might have removed that from Game Pass because twenty two is on. They did. They did when twenty two came out. Direct your literal direct competition has one of your like previously first party exclusive. I'm looking it up because if that's not on there, that makes no sense at all. I can't. I, I cannot. She's not in this room, so I can't check that. But it is not on there. That's fucked up. That is a game uh, that literally, uh, I guarantee, makes you no money right now, and it no. will never again. God, what they are idiots! I don't man. understand like, what they're doing with that. I can get like first part. Like obviously, their first party, they have kind of a prestige. I understand. They know their games are going to sell. Like even the Last of Us remake, as much as oh, we make fun of it, will sell copies. Right. Well, of course. But and like, I, like I said, I understand child. it. I understand it. I just think it's dumb. It is. Very. So, but to go yeah. back to the Game Pass thing, I mean, I still think Microsoft would ha- would have had a system this generation. What the system would have been, I mean, it probably still would have been a Series X. But I also would yeah. argue that if there wasn't a Game Pass, you probably would have only seen Series X. I don't think you would have seen the Series S. There wouldn't be digital systems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, but 
yeah, no, Game Pass like one hundred percent save save like save them. So uh let's see. Next email we have is Billy from Salem, Illinois. Hi guys, love the last episode with uh with the differences between Game Crazy and GameStop. I was a huge supporter of Game Crazy during its short lifespan and bought all of my games there at the time as well as a few systems. The people at my local Game Crazy were always awesome and super friendly. You could actually trust a game recommendation from an employee here, <laughs> and that. the tournaments brought a local community of gamers together in a way I haven't seen since. While I'm still a gamer today, I buy most of my games online through Amazon or digitally because I just can't stand how corporate GameStop feels in comparison. Yeah. I tried to use GameStop for about a year after my game crazy closed. It just wasn't the same. My question for my question for Dan is: Did you get to take any good relics home from that store? Thanks. And I mean, he means game crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. And I just want to thank Billy for being a loyal Game Crazy supporter. Um, I'm happy you lived close enough to one that you could enjoy it. Um, I'm glad that you remember tournaments as fondly as I do, just because they were super fun and like something that nobody else did. Not and I mean, at GameStop we would have Nintendo would kind of do some stuff, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't just a chill hangout environment. Like for as much as I hated people hanging out at GameStop. I did not mind that it came crazy. Um, did I take any good relics home from this store? Um, you know, the thing is, is I, I did help. You know, I worked out till the day it closed. And we went through the typical, like, you'll see it at a lot of places you go, where it's like, close out 30% this week. And then next week could be 40. Just as a, a liquidation, just try to get rid of stuff. Um, there wasn't really anything cool I could really take, but we did hide games in the back under our shelving unit. Until we hit okay. like seventy, until we hit eighty percent off, yeah. then, I bought, then I bought like. But it was funny too because the way liquidations work is it's actually a separate company that comes in and does it, and they kind of check in on you every so. The guy who did handled it was super cool for us, but he caught um, he caught another store trying to hide stuff and like you get okay. bitched at because they're like no 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 you got to make as much money as we can because we get the money from this. But we hit it pretty well because I basically had a shelving unit that had like a drop thing in it, I. I lifted it up from underneath. I tipped it back and lifted it up, and there was a cavity in it. So, like, even if you looked, you couldn't – unless you knew how to get to it, you could not find it. So we hit a shitload of stuff under there. I'm talking, like, (laughs) tons of GameCube, tons of Wii. Like, I bought bought probably 40 to 50 games at 80% off. Because this would have been, like, 2009. This was 2009. Um, but I bought probably yeah 40, 50 games at 80% off. I think I paid like 120 for everything I bought, not even. And it was just, uh, we all did. We all bought a shitload of stuff. It, that was pretty good. So I got a ton of stuff for a hell of a lot cheaper than I probably should have. Um, relics though, it was tough. Like there wasn't really much to take cause we were, we were actively trying to sell everything. Um, a cool story is like, we had all those glass cases that lined like the, yeah. the cash wrap and stuff um you know you know him kyle but like my comic book guy bought all of those which was cool to see them like yeah he he bought all of them and that was when he was in his old location okay and then um he then he came in and uh but that was that was kind of cool because i knew they they went to somebody i knew and it was like cool like yeah i can go see him anytime i want like i could still go to that guy's store now and he still has it yeah he's still you can still have it um so that was kind of fun like the one thing i always wanted and there was never a way to get it and I always like was like, if this happens, I'm gonna do it. Was I really, really fucking wanted the game crazy flame neon sign that was outside? 
like up on the building because it's yeah. just a, it's a oh, thing yeah. that goes over a light it's not even like a thing it's just like a thing that goes over a light because they left that on the building until even long after the hollywood closed i mean you even know that it was up there all the time it was just never gone. how, how much longer was hollywood open a couple more couple more years really? because um um, but it's funny because I actually met my wife because she worked at Hollywood and then she ran that store to a close and I helped her t- tear that down. We did get a relic <laughs> out of that. Um, at Hollywood, they used to have, um, you know, TVs that would play movies and then they would have signs on the walls that would have like quotes and stuff on them. Yeah. And we actually, that. I took one, I got one of those. We got the Aladdin okay. one of those and it's hanging up That's in my true. garage, which is kind of cool. Um I mean, I didn't get really to take a relic at the end. I got to, I did take over the years. I always took like promo posters, stand ups. I mean, um, I have at a, the end of I the day, you have the most important relic of any of these stores, which is the Funko. I have the Funko Land sign, which is the most which important is, of anything. It's the most important. But, um, so but I have a, I have a Dead or Alive four stand up that's still in the box. <laughs> what? I have, a Final, I have a Final Fantasy twelve stand up that's still in the box. Oh, um, I have a lot of old, just old promo items from Game Crazy that were displays or signs or posters. Nintendo used to make really good quality, like square ones that were on this really shitty tower that we had to like pop them off and pop them on every time. But they're like, um, like a thick plastic. You might remember, Kyle, like remember the old Nintendo things we had above each category, the big yeah. square thing. They were made out of that kind of thing. Okay, so they last forever. They're pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got like every Final Fantasy one for all the Game Boy Advance releases of those, which are cool. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, I, have, I have an original Dead Rising 1 poster oh, from when that came out. I'll, next time you come over, Kyle, I'll dig it out because I know where, it, okay. where all this stuff I would is. like to see that. Yeah, it's cool. Because <laughs> we used to get, like, that was really cool. Like, we would get posters, you know, yeah. poster size of, like, coming soon stuff, like every one that would come out. And, like, I would just, if it was a cool one we were, when we were done, because we had these two hanging things about the cash wrap. We'd slide one of them in, and then we had a couple yeah. other ones. So when we were changing, we also got like completely different promo items. Like I remember what yes. I learned years later about the Resident Evil Five Sand Globe, which the, I now the have. Sand one. Globe, yeah, yeah, that. that's incredible. Um, so, I never even knew that was a thing. Somehow, somehow we would get really cool promo items. One of the coolest ones I still have that I found a couple years ago. It was for Super Mario Advance Four, which is Mario Brothers Three, and it okay. is a plush Mario and a plush Yoshi. And they came in a little package, and it's got the little like folding tag that you think that you would staple, like when we put accessories in bags, right? Like the thing yeah. you put on top. And it just says like promo item, game crazy exclusive, and stuff on it. And I never opened it, so that's kind of really cool to have. That's a good one. Um, a lot of times I would take um, any like little, even little like uh, things that would say like coming soon if it was a game I really liked, because it would be like in the font of the game. Um, I would repurpose a lot of that stuff at the stores. Like if we had a cool standup, like uh, I remember we had another one that was for Mario advance that same game, but it had like okay. a pop out, like Mario, like the flying image of yeah. him on the front of the box. Right. So oh, when we were okay. going to get rid of the standup, like I had no, I had no place to put it. So I took him off and I just taped him up on the high wall. Cause we had like those soffit drop ceiling things. Sure. And we just had places to put stuff. So I would, I would just line that with all those. It was really <laughs> cool. Um, uh, what's another? Oh, another stand up I have that you'll appreciate. Cal Time Splitters Two. I have just That's the good. just the guy That's from the front of it because I didn't have a place to sure. put the whole thing. But he, I got him off of it. Um, yeah, like lots of cool stuff. We had window clings, those big window clings on the outside. Um, uh-huh. Sometimes if it was one I really liked, 
oops, we didn't get it, or oops, it got destroyed, and I took it home. I don't have a way to display them, but I have um, – they're huge. Like, they're the size of a store window. But I have, like, an Ultimate Spider-Man one when that game came out. Okay. So it's got Ultimate Spider-Man, oh, like, cool. the logo kind of going up at an angle, and it's, like, Spider-Man on top and Venom on the bottom. But that thing's love be huge. Like, that'd be I, hard it's, it's huge. I don't really have a wall in my house I could – I'd like to find a way to hang it up because it's it's bitching. Yeah, I don't know where it would go, but yeah, the no, one thing I never got was the flame thing. I, I drove past it all the time, and I was always like, if I drive past it one day and it's not up there, I'm pulling over and I'm gonna look in the dumpster and just see. And I just whatever it was, I missed it, and that would have been such a fucking cool thing to have from that store. Yeah. I actually found uh, I I recently had to uh, my, my car had like transmission problems to one of your cars so i decided just to sell it to yeah. the junkyard they came to pick it up the other day but i had to clean out the, the trunk which i haven't i think i looked in the trunk once when i moved last year but like i don't really use the trunk of that car i had in there but unfortunately it had gotten warped and stuff probably from heat stuff in there the for, for years yeah. and years i had the uh arkham knight standard oh god fucking, you still had that i still wow. had it yeah because i had taken both i had i had taken no 2015 I had taken both Arkham of them. Oh, I, gave one of, I gave one of them to uh, my girlfriend. She still has it. It's in our basement. But I had forgotten I had taken both of them. And uh, I opened that up. was like, was in your car for here? seven years. It was in my car for seven years because <laughs> I don't use my truck. And I'm like, wow. holy shit. And then I, it's, it's just, it was so warped and bad, probably from heat and extreme weather conditions. So that unfortunately had to get thrown in the trash. Because I had to completely wow. clean that car out for them to take yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah. I think I was going to add add in here as you talk about like relics and stuff obviously um i don't have any relics but this is a good since you're talking about like hiding stuff yeah uh, you know at the end when i used to work at target um we came up with a good scam because when we would get strategy guides if oh. any strategy guide had like a rip or a tear mm-hmm. you, we can basically penny it out and then we were able to buy it. But whatever version targets paying i don't think it was a penny it may have been like 10 cents or something right so we came up with a thing like when I mean tear, I mean like the back cover was torn over, right? Right. We started right. doing the scam and we did it for like six months where like we'd make like a little tear at the top and then we'd like slap those stickers on because I was good friends at the time with the buddy that did like the pricing for the electronics department. So like that era, I have a ton of strategy guides because we did that. <laughs> well, so, strategy guides. Then, yeah. That was the wild it, west for a while, man, because it was you'd be, you'd be tell to destroy them and they'd be a penny and then yeah, I'll destroy them into my car. Absolutely. My favorite was after they told us we were supposed to destroy them, and then we'd go to like the local half price books, and you'd yeah. just see walls of like a specific was, games guide, and you'd be like, "Well, I wonder who traded these." In. I knew who it was. That was the one guy who yeah. managed the first store um, in the other town that closed. Okay. We knew it. We okay. knew it for a fact because like everything lined up with the time, and he would always complain about something about that place and like no money and stuff but like that was at a time where like they were really cracking down on that stuff because remember they got to the point where like they were hard on guides they were hard like firing um, people over one, one other one other a really good uh strategy guide story from game crazy real quick uh we took strategy guides in trade we gave a That's dollar crazy. we gave a dollar for whatever guide it was it was a dollar didn't matter and we know what we sold them for three dollars Oh, three dollars! Do you know oh, how many God. fucking incredible strategy guides I got for three dollars? Well, you have you have the bookshelf of strategy. Guides. I have. I don't have that many. I have a couple hundred. 
and that's so it's good there's there's some there's some really really good ones in there but like if it was a guide for a game i had three bucks absolutely but people would bring in final fantasy guides yeah we'll give you a dollar okay okay that's mine now i'd use it to upgrade my guys (laughs) that were in bad shape Uh, pokemon guides would give you a dollar and then they'd buy buy it for three weird offshoot rpg shit um that's how i got it got to a point where we stopped taking them and this guy came in with a Ziploc bag full. And it was just like like this thick, but it wasn't strategy guides. It was like Nintendo, Nintendo how, to, how to win at Nintendo. Top Ooh. Secret. You remember those books? Okay. Top Secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, man, there's some good ones in here. <laughs> and I said, we don't take guides anymore. He's, he's like, you know what? I mean, I don't want them. So I just left them there. I'm like, hell yeah. I reach That's in into the middle, just into the middle, just to see, pull out one. A completely pristine Final Fantasy One Nintendo Power Strategy Guide. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was awesome. That's, I love that's so dope. The only, right, I mean, now that no, the, the other oh, thing yeah. I was going to mention, like, because I'm thinking of it at the end, the only other fucked up thing I did, and this was when I was at Target, is the last week I was there, uh, Pro, and, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, Pro Evolution Soccer 2008 yeah. came out. Yeah, and yeah, my yeah. buddy's like, dude, it's your last week at Target. You should sell this to me for like half off. I'm like, I can't fucking do that. He's like, just do it. It's your last week. Like, nobody's going to know. And I'm like, all right. So, like, I, I go in. We get, like, one copy of this game because it's it's not even FIFA, dude. It's pro evolution. Right, like, yeah. Series, right? Uh, but it was arguably the better of the two at the time. Uh, anyways, so I, like, I went in and, like, I I went. I changed the price of it to, like, I think it was 30 bucks or something. So I did it half off. I had him come and buy it. Literally, like, five minutes after I sell it, I did, like, loss prevention dude comes rolling out he's like oh, you sell a game for like half off and blah blah i'm just like yeah it was damaged and he's like uh oh he's like did, did somebody tell you and i just tell him like there's one manager that always preached i'm like oh yeah pete whatever he said it was cool he's like oh okay and i just totally got away with that <laughs> and then i went over to his house like after we just played pro evolution 2008 for a while so That's that was good. the last thing i did when i was at target because that, that job, especially at the end like i'm not going to get into the logistics but yeah that job pissed me off at the end so i was like whatever like he kept egging me the whole week he's like dude, just do it just do it and i'm like all right fine like come on in at this time i'm here let's let's make this pro evolution happen so all right next email actually is a game recommendation uh claire from jupiter florida Hi guys, I have a game recommendation spe- specifically for Kyle since he says he loves horror games. I do. Uh, have you played Tormented Souls? It's a great throwback to tank control horror games. I picked it up on the recent Steam Summer Sale and I've really enjoyed it. I just wanted to share thanks. Well, Claire, I will tell you, I own this game. I have not played it yet. Um, I bought it on one of the sales last last fall. When did it come out? I think it was last fall. So this was like spring. Um, I do have it. I am going to play it at some point. I'm actually saving it for uh, the October season. I play a bunch on my YouTube channel. I usually stream a bunch of horror games. And I told it's like the only one thing I do any streaming of is uh, horror games. So that is actually one of the games I'm going to take a look at. So I will be playing Tormented Souls. But I do appreciate the recommendation. As you know, I love anything and everything horror. So. Uh, next email comes from Colin from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He says, hi, guys. Really been enjoying the show. My question is more for Dan and Kyle. Have either of you ever considered opening your own video game store? With the used game market booming and hearing you guys week after week talk passionately about GameStop and Green Crazy, it seems like it would be a perfect fit. 
where I live, we actually have several mom and pop video game stores as well as a video rental store. Wow. Like, That's awesome. <laughs> I would love that. I've been, yeah. we'll get into that in a second, but um, I don't think it's viable. <laughs> like, would I like to, and also like, would I want to run a retail store now? Probably not. Not, not in a, not in a post pandemic. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I th- I think about it. I think about it a lot because obviously I've got a lot of experience, two different places. Yeah. I've opened yeah. and closed multiple stores. Yeah, like I know how all of it works. I know how trading works. I know how literally every facet of it could possibly work. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really do want. Like, I, I think about it a lot. Like, I could, but like, I think the problem would be simply getting inventory at a price I knew I could sell it with at, at okay. like before, yeah. like you'd have to have an inventory before a store open. Otherwise it's pointless. You have to, and it'd have to be more than video. Obviously it'd have to be like collectibles and VHS tapes and all this other kind of stuff. Like all the, all the yes. kind of stuff that's hot, like <laughs> everything's hot. We yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, the other, I mean, Matt, Matt does like pops and stuff. So he knows what that kind of stuff is like, but Getting getting an inventory around here is, is would be difficult just because it's difficult. we've talked about it before. Like this area is dry. Like it is very, very dry. dry. Um and I say that I say that knowing that there are still pe- idiots who trade stuff in at half price books. Like because I see it from time to time. We see it. Yeah. And it's frustrating because I know I know they're getting ripped off. Like part of running one of those stores is like you have to be fair but not too fair with, with what you do. Because so you kind of have to walk the line. Because then you're not making any money and people aren't going to trade stuff. But I know like people trading in games at half price that they're selling for 300 bucks are getting maybe 20. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, because like, I, I, I know it firsthand from like bringing things in there that I've always been like, that should be worth more. Like, not that I care that much, but like, that doesn't seem right. And again, half price works on a whoever the fuck is doing it, that kind of a day system. It does, um, yeah. Their system's really good. Yeah, so like I, I'd love to do it, but getting the capital, getting yeah. the capital to buy enough to do it is is the the role. If I had fifty grand to spend to open a store, sure, I could sure. I could I could pull it off. But getting the capital for that is difficult, and getting the inventory is difficult. And then like, and then it becomes. We're not even just like what's your location? Uh, not even you know? that. And that's not that that hard considering everything's fucking empty. But true. Um, but then it becomes like if that's what you're gonna do, like, and you're committing to like this is my job, this is how I provide for my family. Then, then it's you're hustling every day, man. Like you have to be yeah buying stuff every day, looking for stuff every day, driving everywhere. That's the harder, and that's like, the harder part. Of it's it a commitment. It's a commitment it's because you can't just sit there and wait for people to bring stuff in. I worked at a GameStop. There's some. There's a lot of days people just don't bring anything in. And then yeah. it becomes because a lot of people that are just bringing stuff in are bringing you trash, you know, like yeah. busted discs. Like then it's you'd have to be like, yeah, I mean, here's here's three copies of Madden. Like, um, and then you got to get into other stuff. Like you'd have to have an online presence. You'd, you'd have to have an online. Store. You'd have to invest in a one. disc resurfacer, like a good one. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I had we Game Crazy. That was another thing I thought of. It was different. We had one, and we could actually buff discs for a price, which was cool because I've seen it take. I saw I've seen those things take absolute garbage and make them work. Yeah, um, no, I, I it was like a, I had it done with a CD once. Yeah, so. like CDs or PS2 <laughs> or Xbox games yeah. works great. Um, 
but um yeah if like it's an investment i think if you know if i had the money sure but i can't i, think I can't the take thing that isn't like as you say i think the bigger thing at least for me wouldn't be the money aspect but if we had the money to do it that's whatever it's the time investment because yeah it's, it's not literally... like it's not like you get to open the store and then have eight employees do everything for you you sit back no you have to be out there you're running the store 24 7 you could maybe hire one or two people you know yeah. like yeah but then again you'd always have to be out going picking stuff up making deals checking facebook marketplace every day like well, and i mean facebook and that's how it's it again go no. one it just <laughs> Yeah, it's how it is. So that's I mean, that's how I look yeah. at it. And I'm like, I'm not interested. So that's what I do right now. Can I start yeah, deciding to sell pops oh. just in general online? Like, I find myself on Facebook Marketplace yeah. all day long, just yeah. kind of scanning to see who. Number one, who's going to sell it for a decent price to where I can make a decent return back on what I'm trying to get. Like, who's not selling right. me a Goku for three hundred dollars when I'm only going to get three hundred and one out of it? You know what I mean? Like. Right. It's it's I, just not worth it. I looked it up online and this is so rare. And like um the other problem is our Facebook, my Facebook marketplace in my area, it's the same people over and over again selling yeah, the same overpriced sixty four games. Yeah. Like and that's all there is. Yeah. So um yeah, it's just it's a lot and like flea markets up here are bad for it. Like I don't know. The like, only yeah, the only flea market I've ever had any luck in is the all night flea market. Right. You've had luck there, but do like not fucking care. The main one around here, you know which one I'm talking about, the yeah. King County one. Like that's awful. Yeah. It it's terrible. Yeah. There's like one or two people that have some stuff. It's all, but they uh, know beat. what they have. Yeah, but it's a lot of it's beat to shit, and yeah. and they know what they have. And even if it's beat to shit, they price it at full value. Yeah, like no, you don't understand. Like this is sun faded. It's worth half of that, if if that. So. I'd love to do it. I'll, I'll happily do it for all of you listeners. If you just send me all of your stuff, <laughs> just send me all your stuff. We'll <laughs> sell it. We'll do it. <laughs> um, it's no problem. I'll get a PO box up and running. You say yeah. the word. I have a section of it that'll just be all VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that way, I don't have to collect I, them. I'm I can literally just on the verge and sell them. I literally yeah. am on the verge of that. Starting that every day. No, I um, keep talking to you YouTube college. videos. And you keep talking about. I won't. Like, I won't yeah, let you do it. I can do this thing in my basement where I can. No, make a that's video a downward spiral, like, bro. I won't let you do it. It's a bad spiral. I have two <laughs> VHS tapes behind me, so and that's like all I. I have a Batman '89 tape somewhere, but I think I've got. That's all I have. I think I've got some Jackie Chan ones somewhere, and that's about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I got. I've got Jackie Chan. My wife has prevented me in, doing uh, that. Yeah. It's good, yeah, good for her because it's, it's, it's every, bad. every time I go into half price, that's the worst because it's so cheap. Yeah, and they're in pretty decent condition. You look, you're like, oh, I can just start this right now, like thirty bucks. I have thirty of these. And like, I know. Is that a flea market? And this guy had rows and rows and rows of all good ones, and I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> like now. Plus, my my girlfriend has a very specific vision for remodeling our basement and video store is not part of that well vision. that's what the that's what <laughs> the master reminded me the, as, as she reminded me the other day when i was showing her some videos on youtube like, look at this look at that and she's like yeah that doesn't go with the theme before yeah and that's what the master bedroom's for man but it like, could yeah there you go <laughs> don't need to sleep right. in here our final email of the week comes from brad from westchester pennsylvania he says hi guys just curious in all your years working video game retail have you ever caught anyone stealing either customer or employee if so, what did you do? Now, I know, 
and I'll let Dan talk about it because while I was not present when that story went down, because I know you wrote it in our document here. Yeah. I very, very much know that story. Yeah. So do you have anyone? Did you ever catch anyone? I'm try like I'm trying to remember and like I, I I'm trying to remember specifically with another a former employee we work with, you know exactly who I'm talking about and other people there. Yeah. Who we both very the much hero. respect today. The hero. The hero. Um I remember him throwing people out of the store, but never for stealing. It was always for like like fucking around in one of the interactives or something. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, never yeah. like I'm trying to think like well, did I find remnants of something being stolen later? Yeah, like shit sure. got stolen like, you find, all the time. Yeah. Like we find like uh, somebody take a razor blade, open one of those controllers or something. Yeah. So you you want to know a big security flaw? Here's a big security flaw for GameStop for all you listeners out there. Use <laughs> use this information how you will. Um, they all use the same magnetic locking hooks. Yeah. It's all the same. You swipe yeah. one of those magnets, you swiped everything, man. Yeah. Like they would uh, – they come in in teams, three or four people. Two of them distract you. One of them goes to the wall, and they just start clicking the thing open. And, like, they're tricky to work even if you know how they work because sometimes they just don't want to open. But sure enough, man, I could probably go in. If I had one of those magnets, I'd be a millionaire if the I only, went to some of these games. The only <laughs> thing I, ever, I remember still to this day, it wasn't stealing in the sense of a product out of the store, but it was one of those credit card scams where I fucking knew it was a credit card yeah. scam. But unfortunately, our the person, the other key holder at the time, was like, "No, it's not a credit card scam." And I just yeah. sat there, I'm like, "Fake credit right, cards." It, man. I was like, "All right, fuck it, man. If you really want to do this, this is on you." And yeah. I remember texting you, be like, "This is the thing that's happening right now." Like, I told the, I told this other key holder, like, "This is a scam because there's no way these two ladies are in here to buy two PS4s and two Xbox Ones." And like, yeah, they were always the same. Different headsets. Yeah, yeah. like. High ticket items, and then their yeah. card wouldn't run the first time, or it would feel funny. They'd have you. They'd have you run it the second time. Try to run it manually. Way. That was always good. Yeah. Try, you need to run it manually. You can't do that. What? Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. And then they'd be like, "Oh, I got cash in the car," and then they would leave. They would leave. Like, those people sucked, and I can <laughs> I even tell who they were before too. Yeah, you can tell who they good. were. They walked in. The yeah, door. I could tell, and like otherwise, like or if they were, it was a group of them that was like running the scam, like in your district. Yeah. You'd get calls from other stores like, hey, be on the lookout for this. And then they'd yeah, come yeah. in and you do the same yeah, thing. Like, oh, there's all kinds of scams. Yeah, people will run. But in terms of like literally stolen, I've got a, I've got a good customer one and a good employee one. So we'll do the customer one first. Working at um store as an assistant before I worked at my store. And uh, 3DS had been out for a little bit, probably not too long. Sure. And um, the way that store worked is we had um counter to the side. And we had 3DSs on the counter behind us, and there were two of us working. And the girl I was working with was helping somebody on the floor, like talking over by a wall or something. And I had to run in the back to get something for somebody else. So I walked straight to the back. The store was not very long. I walked to the back in a drawer back there trying to get something because this is sort of had a closet back room. And I look up, and the CCTV is right in front of me, and I see this dude fucking walk behind the counter <laughs> as, as, as little as possible as little as possible stretch his arm out as far as he can grab a system and then do the old under the coat thing like up into his armpit yeah. and I, I literally I smiled to myself because I was like gotcha walk out there walk directly I make a beeline for this guy because he hasn't moved yet because he doesn't <laughs> want to make a scene 
so that he's yeah. like walking out and cutting off somebody or something else. Cause there are a lot of people in the store. I walk straight up to the guy and I look at him. I say, would you like me to hold that for you? And he kind of stares at me and I said, <laughs> and I was like, would you like me to hold that 3ds for you? And he goes, Oh, uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah, man, sure. He hands it to me, you know, does a little thing out of his thing. He hands it to me. And I said, I'll put it right up there behind the counter. And I put it where he had taken it from. And he goes, oh, I'm just going to run out. I'm going to run out to my car and get my wallet. And he said, okay. And he walked out the door. And I was like, boom. I did like a Tiger Wood, like fist pump. I'm like, boom, got him, got him. And, uh, and immediately, I immediately pick up the phone, call the other store down the street. and like, hey, there's going to be a guy that's coming in in probably about 10 minutes. He's wearing a black and yellow jacket, blah, 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 whatever. And they're like, what? And I'm like, just trust me. Hang up the phone. Get a phone call 20 minutes later. Yeah, he's here right now. Yeah, follow him. So he tried, he's, you know, he's going around trying to do it. Every, but that was, that was one of the best ones. Cause like, uh, God, it was so good. I look up and just watch him steal on that CCTV, laugh my ass up. It was so good. Um, and then, uh, the employee, the employee one, one, this is, this was a bitch because this bitch it also was a bummer because this was a, was a person that we trust bummer we trusted yeah. him and then and now i don't anymore no. and uh so it starts with this woman and her son come in and they're they want to buy something and they want to use credit they have fine whatever but they give me their receipt and not a card that has credit on it it's important to note a gamestop credit is on a card if you lose the card, it's gone. Think of it like you're dropping a $20 bill. It's your yeah. fault. Too bad. People don't understand this. So she hands me the receipt and I said, well, I need the card because the card has a number on the back I need. And yeah. she's like, oh, she's like, well, you can't do anything for us. It says we have, you know, X amount of dollars. I'm like, I really, really can't. It, was, but let it me... wasn't even a lot of money too, right? It wasn't like, it's like 30, 30 $33, yeah. something like that. I'm like, I mean, you know, nobody else was in the store. And the receipt from was fairly recent. And I'm like, all right, give me a minute. Let me see what I can do. Because there, you know, there's ways around this. I could get that what I was the plan was to get corporate to move it to a new card. Because I have the number of the card because it's on the receipt. And corporate can do that kind of stuff if you if you put you up just a don't have the plus. pin from the card. I don't have the pin, but let's get corporate to move it to a new card. Fine. Um call up corporate, start going through it, going through it, going through it. Eventually it gets to a point where the guy, the corporate guy tells me okay, that card has zero balance on it. And I'm like, oh, shit. So that means dropped it and somebody used it. So I go up to the lady and I said, um, yeah, so it looks like it's got zero balance on it. Um, I think you must have lost it and somebody must have found it and used it. And she started to get real bummed. And then I had a right as I'm about to hang up the phone, I had this I thought in my head. I'm like, can you see who the last person that used that card was? And the, and the corporate person was like, yeah, give me a second. Because I want to make sure it wasn't them. Like maybe trying to scam yeah. me out of there. Just, just to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like it was under used, used under this specific uh, account. And then, he, and, then he, and then he says the name. And I go, oh, no. Because it was the name of an employee who worked at the other store in the town. Damn. Yeah. And I went, are you sure? Because, yeah, we used this day and they bought this, 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 and this. And I'm like, Okay. I said, um, do you have like a transaction? I got like the transaction ID and stuff for um, that uh, 
for that. I wrote it down. I kind of put it to the side. Went back to helping the lady, and I told her, I'm like, um, I don't remember what I did something. I don't think I gave her the 30 bucks, but I, I probably gave her a discount. I don't know what I did. Like, I, I know I did something. I don't know what it was, but that's not important anymore. Whatever. They pack it up. Well, they pack it up and they leave and like, <laughs> technically you lost the car. So technically I don't have to do anything, whatever. So who were you weren't working, right? I think it was our other. I think I, at this point I was coming in to close. Okay. And I, you somebody and the else other key holder was there. Yeah. yeah. Another former okay. key holder. Yeah. And I think I, there, I told him. And yeah, you were like, told him. I was like, you I told me, you're like, I have to go in the back. I have to make a phone call. I'll tell you what's going on later. I right. Like, okay. So I went in the back and I oh. called the other store and I got the manager who I'm still friends with to this day. Very yeah. good person. Yes. And I said, <laughs> I have some bad news for you. And she was like, what? And I said, you're going to have to fire so-and-so. And she was like, why? So I explained the whole thing to her and she, it's dead silent on the phone. And then she just kind of like pauses. and she goes, I'm going to have to fire him. And I said, yep. Yeah. So what had happened was this person had gotten the credit at their store and left the card on the counter. And then whoever did it or somebody found it later, saw it had money on it. And the, the policy is like, there's no policy for that. What, there's not what a rule happened for is that. the person that actually took the card and used it is not the person that found it. The person right. that found it Put, put it in, in the safe, tape. which is what you would what, do. That's basically what we were told to do. Yeah, because yeah. I'd had to do that before. Yeah. It, wasn't even, a, stuff. it wasn't yeah. even a rule. It was just like, that's kind of what you did Common in case sense. somebody came yeah. back. Like, because in Worst theory, case could, scenario, they came right back and then they had to wait 10 minutes for the safe to right. yeah, exactly. open it up. But whatever, well, it's, of, it's in a safe spot. So hey, speaking of, which, speaking of which, did I take any relics from, oh no, that wasn't from Game Crazy, but I took the safe from GameStop. I have the safe. They tried to make me. That's good. They tried to make oh me pay ten dollars. They tried to pay make me pay ten dollars for it, and I said no way. So I That's took the door cute. off and put it in my car and took the safe. So I have the safe in my house. Um, that sounds crazy. So just in case anybody's wondering, it take you ten minutes to get into it. Uh, <laughs> so she, you know, she and I talked some more, and then I found out that yeah, basically he had, for whatever reason, taken it out of the safe, scanned it, saw it had money on it, and then just fucking used it. And it was just like they then, use you know, it at, his, at their store though. They went to a no. They store went to to try and be sneaky about it. the other the other store, store that was in the called. other city. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. um, not the one I used to work at. The other one before it closed, yeah. um, and used it there. And then eventually, she brought him in, sat him down, talked about it, and sure enough, he was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "You're you're done, and you're lucky. That's all it is." Kind of a thing. Like I don't think anything ever probably- happened. They probably Maybe. Made, made that person pay back the third. At most. That's At most, I think that's what happened. Back. Yeah. But uh, that was kind of it. And then he was blackballed and stuff. So it's like. Um, oh, yeah. I was just a dumb move. Like, you know, don't do shit like that. Like, he was he was younger. He was just a dumb, stupid. For dumb 30 bucks? Do. Like, for 30 bucks. Yeah, that's it. Was even a lot of money. And, like, yeah. the, the funny thing about it is, we obviously, from, from Dan calling and finding out, like, they told us what the person had bought and like it was very dumb shit it was like <laughs> blu-ray was like, movies you, or something you yeah. had no it was blu-rays remember we it was were blu-rays because it was it was there was a brief like six month period we for whatever reason we're selling used blu-rays we used it to buy three of those and i'm like probably because gamestop bought up a, a boatload of them at a dollar a piece yeah right? um yeah it was just it was really dumb we were all really pissed off and just like upset 
Yeah. Because it's like, come on, man. This like, person we trusted, and, like, yeah. it, it was, you know, somebody he would come, this person would come in and paint out. Uh, at this point in my life, stuff, yeah. at this point in my life, I just kind of chalk it up to, like, you know, everybody makes dumbass decisions, and that was just his. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so there's your, there's your pro tip, kids. Don't, don't fucking steal from the place you work at. Okay? Yeah. Especially when there's cameras. When there's cameras, or it's traceable because it's tied to a fucking card. I mean, I, yeah. I don't even think that manager, like, she probably didn't even have to look at the camera footage because we traced everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I had, I had proof. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, you could have grabbed that footage, but it I mean, obviously, did I go? The only reason it got found out was I went above and beyond for a customer. My bad. My bad. But. It was probably better that we did because it would have, you know, it it would have just escalated. It would have become gay. yeah. If that person would have gotten away with it, Dallin, then what would all kinds of stuff? Yeah. So so yeah, like um, customers steal, people steal. Sometimes you catch them. And for everyone, you know what? You know who I never caught? The person who stole all the fucking leapster stuff from our store. That was a weird one. <laughs> we had that. Stuff. We had Leapster for a while because there was a Toys R Us across the yeah. street, and, they, and then we were so we were one of the stores that was oh obligated God, to, pe- to peddle the Leapster shit. And then when my inventory came around, our number one loss category was fucking Leapster, and I was our inventory so pissed off. like our our like shrink level was always absurdly low. Like, yeah, there was one year we got it under a hundred bucks for yeah. the entire year, which is incredible. Oh, wow, that's yeah. in the district. <laughs> Oh, I was. We were, we were number one multiple times. Every time yeah. we'd go to that stupid, uh, I'd go to conference. I'd get a stupid ribbon that would say it. Um, <laughs> but that was like a pride. That was pride and joy for me. That year was off a couple hundred because somebody stole a whole bunch of leapster. The leapster shit. Yeah. My God. And then after that point, I find after that happened, I was finally able to just ship all of it out because I didn't. I was like, I don't want this shit anymore. No. Yeah. There you go. Oof. Well, that wraps up the emails we have. As always, you can always email us in your, you know, GameStop questions, recommendations. Uh, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bang the drum on it. Yeah, I'm gonna bang the drum of it because I really want to know. There has to be someone out there that listens to this podcast because we get a lot of emails now that has worked or worked in a store that is in an SL2 situation, and I just want to know. Oh, there's plenty. Just, there's plenty of girls. I, I would like to know from your perspective how much of a shit show it is. Yeah, because like it has to be just tremendously awful. So, but you can send in all those things to podcast five seventy two at gmail dot com. Otherwise, we will be back in two weeks to talk about all this stuff once again. I'll give you a little teaser. I'll be able to talk about Saints Row because that's oh, the next thing yeah. I'm getting. I'm excited, I'm very to, hear excited about that. to play Saints Row. So, yeah, uh, I think I'm so going to start. I think I'm going to start Persona Five Royal. Too. Royal, okay. I want to play You're not gonna wait for the PS5 version. <laughs> I'm not. No, I own it already. <laughs> it's not the same game. Like, what is it gonna be? Like, yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Stupid. All right. So, as always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you all in two weeks. Thank you.